should be fine. You should be totally fine. And I'm so terrified. I'm so stop. <laughs> should be fine. Emma, you're not making this bode well. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to me talking about my version of the Marauders in podcast form with Emma. Everything is bad. <laughs> Everything, all of it, it's not good. <laughs> me and Emma are um, are home for the holidays. We're back. Uh, so we're together, which is great. Bad news is all of our stuff, all of our recording stuff is multiple states away. So we don't have any of it. So we're trying our best. I had all of this stuff because my mom does music stuff. So I had all of this. This camera is not good, but it's a camera. Um, and I'm getting a better one for Christmas, we, we think. So... Hopefully this should be the last time <laughs> any of this has to happen. But anyway, how is how is college? <laughs> you say that like I haven't talked to you at all since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen you. I haven't. Yeah. What's up? Pretty good. Not there. Whoa. <laughs> For real? Me neither. I'm also not at college anymore. <laughs> yeah. So we're vibing. You told me your finals were good. My yeah. finals were fine. Um. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. We did a whole semester. I know. It's mm. crazy. Like, I don't even, I don't even know what to do. It seemed really fast, I feel like. It seemed about average. For <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> we'll just say that. I don't know. I didn't, I don't, I didn't ask questions, but I think we have some. Um, w what are your plans for break? You doing anything fun and funky? You're going to the beach with me, I think. Oh, I didn't yeah. know if you were coming. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure, <laughs> but yeah. Well, so far of being home, I've gotten sick. Yep. So that's pretty much most of what I've done. Mm -hmm. She got the same sickness my mom got, and we, yeah. we all thought I was going to get, and then I was <laughs> just fine, <laughs> and I was just okay. But yeah, now I'm better. Yeah. Kind of funky. Yeah, everybody is getting, like, just one day of just death, and then, like, they're good, <laughs> you know? Heartstopper. <laughs> no, they wasn't even, have you watched it? It just said heartstopper. Heart no. The answer is no. Is it more complicated recording online versus at home together? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, for, y for you, how, how does it go? For me, like... When it's just online, I just, like, open Discord, and I plug in my microphone. Yeah. And then it's like, this doesn't work at all, and then we have to try <laughs> and fix it. <laughs> but then, then here, the mics don't work either. <laughs> so it's kind of the same. The mics are fine. I don't know what you're talking about. We've literally <laughs> never had an issue. <laughs> no, but, um, but, yeah, I kind of agree. It's easier <laughs> to, like... I feel like recording online, it was easier to troubleshoot things and figure out what mm -hmm. was wrong because you can like look it up and you can be like, did Discord just update? And they're like, yeah, Discord just updated and now nothing is the same. And then, but then people online like tell you how to do it. For me, I'm just like, everything is plugged in correctly. Why is there no <laughs> sound? You know, and I just kind of have to figure that out on my own. Um, 
also camera issues are not have not been an issue when we're recording online which is hilarious it's not as good quality but it is much easier so i would say recording online has actually been easier which is so, so funny. funny i did not think that that was going to be the case but now i've like i've kind of <laughs> i don't even want to say that i've kind of figured out what i'm doing because i don't know <laughs> i wasn't built for this but i'm having a good time <laughs> somebody said best couple so far in the podcast I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Brad and whoever he wants. <laughs> Just Brad. Brad is the best couple. <laughs> Collectively, he's the one. Um, so good he doesn't need another person. So true. Who, ne- who needs another person? Not Brad. <laughs> okay, classic, classic question. If you had a time machine, when would you go do? And you could also go go anywhere. Like it's not just just mm. time, but like you have to stay right here, <laughs> <laughs> right here in this spot. <laughs> in this, the, the the house just collapses. You're just <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Um, for me, I answered this question in an English class on our last day. Um. Uh, the first thing that popped into my head I don't think it's a good answer but it's the one that popped into my head was um was going to revolutionary war era and meeting all the characters from Hamilton and showing them Hamilton (laughs) and Mm. asking them their thoughts (laughs) and that was it I I don't know I feel like I would just go to like I don't know some like cool like vacation spot and then just make it summer. Oh, <laughs> that's, time part. that's the only thing that you would do for time. Yeah. Is just make, what summer? Summer ahead or behind? Um, maybe ahead. You just see whatever the next yeah. summer has. In whatever store. the next summer. <laughs> see, I'd be a little bit scared. I'd go back to summer of 2019 because I think it was the last time anything was normal <laughs> that's why I w- I'm, I'm not sure i would want to go like a year behind no, because that's I probably like right <laughs> <laughs> probably valid um yeah maybe just 2019 in general because like we all thought it was bad then but like things only got worse <laughs> somebody said the boys is cereal mascots <laughs> james is immediately the tony the tiger immediately <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my knowledge of cereal mascots is not that vast. Well, then we gotta look it up, don't we? Okay, I feel like Peter is Lucky Charms man. Um, I mean, I can really think of is like Captain Crunch. Okay, so who's Captain Crunch? <laughs> who's like who's Toucan Sam? <laughs> How does that seems like Remus? That's what I was gonna say the same thing. What the heck? I don't know any of these people. Oh, who's who's the freaking ooh snap crackle and pop collectively? <laughs> Sirius Black. <laughs> Sirius should be just the cinnamon toast crunch. Just the, they have the little square. Yeah, and they just like <laughs> eat each other. <laughs> I was gonna make a bad joke about the incest and then <laughs> gonna say I'm like I'm so sorry. Okay, anyway, anyway. I don't think they were cannibals. <laughs> they could have been. You don't know. We, can't, we can talk about that, how I am just sad because my dog isn't. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. 
Yeah, so since Snuffles is a pit bull, they were like, nah. <laughs> um, I knew that she was banned from some airlines, even like in their in-cargo thing, like when you like ship a dog. Uh, but no, they were like, you, you can't take her anywhere. And I was like, you're telling me there's not one airline like ever. And they're like, no. And I was like, what the heck? And now since emotional support animals aren't allowed on planes in general because of because this freaking dude was like i'm gonna take my peacock onto a plane and say it's emotional support mm. and when it attacks other people i'm gonna be like <laughs> too bad <laughs> and rather than changing the law to be like okay your emotional support animal has to appear trained or like mm. do any of the rules that they apply to service dogs they were like let's just kick them all off of all of the planes period so. I can at least say from my trip home, I did not get attacked by a peacock. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was so, so Snuffles is having, she's having a wonderful time. She's living it up. She is with my um, roommate's family. They very nicely offered to, to take her in. Um, but yeah, I'm very, I'm very sad and she is just living it up. <laughs> she loves that family so much um, and they spoil her and she's just, I just get videos of her just sleeping, <laughs> which I think means that she's doing great. But yeah, how's Herc? He's so big. Oh my <laughs> Did you gosh. forget? <laughs> well, like all of he the dogs I've get seen bigger. have just been like this big and then I see him and he's just like... <laughs> giant yeah he's the best we love her all right we can we can jump into the actual episode i guess that's what we're doing i guess we're jumping in um okay so so you know how last (laughs) you know how last time i was like hey guys i know this has been rough don't worry i'm gonna give you the next episode is just gonna be like funky content and like I don't told people I to send in because I don't <laughs> think it is. <laughs> and I told people to send in uh, funky content. Well, they they sure did deliver because um, I got over like 150 messages to my Instagram that were all just funky ideas. So I couldn't I couldn't include all of them. Um, and I just kind of was going through and reading that. I still haven't opened at least like 30 of them because it was just a lot. Um but yeah, but I did open them and I did, I don't think I used anybody's direct idea, but like, you know, kind of, kind of thought through some stuff. Um, but then <laughs> the episode isn't going to be completely funky and fresh. Goodbye, guys. I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. It happened this morning. The rest of it, it was great. It was so good. And then I was like, yo, you know what would be so crazy? And that's the last part of the episode. Wow. So just a little mental, mental warning. Um, I still really like it. I I guess that doesn't mean much. It Mm. never has. But um, okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. But anyway, you ready? (laughs) Yeah. I promise (sighs) there's there are some good, funky, funky, good time moments. All right. So but if you'll remember from last time, uh, Remus just found out some things. About, yeah, yeah, he found out some things and was like, hey, Sirius, will you go talk to Dumbledore with me? And Sirius was like, heck yeah. Um, So, um, next morning, Sirius gets up and he's kind of quiet. He's freaking out. He's like, was this all a trap from Regulus? 
what's going on. Also, now he's a little bit angry that Regulus revealed the fact that Remus is like at Hogwarts to the Death Eaters. He didn't really process that before. That's not great, you know? <laughs> I'd go ahead and say that. <laughs> um, but, you know. They've got to have like other Death Eaters at Hogwarts, though. That's true. So, like. I know, but like. Eh. Anyway. Um, he's still a little bit upset about that. Anyway, while getting ready, James is kind of like, hey, y'all seem a little bit tense. <laughs> is there something going on? You also didn't get back until late, and Sirius kind of looks at Remus and is like, I'm not going to say anything if you are. Um, but then Remus is just kind of like, he's he seems like very calm about this. Like, he's angry, but like he's calm. Um, and he's like, yeah, we're going to go talk to Dumbledore about something Regulus told Sirius. And Peter <laughs> in the background is like, <laughs> But that's not, <laughs> but he, he, it's fine. But James is like, oh my gosh, about what? And he's like, is everything all right? Um, and R R Remus is like, it's, it wasn't about, it wasn't about serious. It was about me. And James is like, what the heck? <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, about how I'm the only werewolf here. And Peter is like, what the heck? Um, and he's like, uh, he knows you're a werewolf. And he's like, apparently and Sirius is like, and before you asked, I didn't tell him. He figured it out on his own. Um, and Remus is like, and he also figured out that there should be more here, but I'm the only one who got asked to come to Hogwarts, uh, which is frankly something I've wondered about for years. Um, and yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, cool. All right. Have, have fun with that. Uh, do you want us to come? And he's like, no, I just want Sirius to come. And that, that's it. Um, and they're like, okay, <laughs> have fun. And they just, like, go to class. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they, they walk to Dumbledore's office. Um, and when they get to the door, Sirius stops. And he's like, wait, Remus, I don't want to tell him how we found out about this. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't want to tell Dumbledore that Regulus is a Death Eater. That feels like a little, like, we just kind of said, hey, we're not going to, like, target each mm -hmm. other. And it feels like maybe telling the order like the head of the order of the phoenix might be a little bit like <laughs> revealing <laughs> his thing like i don't i don't think that's about that's right and so remus is like you know what fine it's fine we'll we'll say that we figured it out on our own um and so then that's how Sirius found himself sitting in Dumbledore's office next to his boyfriend being like okay we're about to accuse you of like a lot of things mm. um Dumbledore's like so how can i help you too uh and like Sirius just like knows he's like he for sure thinks we're gonna ask to join the order and that's just not what this conversation <laughs> is about <laughs> um and uh, Remus is like I need to know why there aren't any other werewolves at Hogwarts and Dumbledore is like okay well figured that was obvious and Remus is like it's not I'd like you to explain it to me and he's like okay Remus you are already aware of how rare your condition is and Remus is doesn't even let him finish speaking he's like He's like, see, but it's not. <laughs> I've done my research. Lots of people have been bitten after me in England and in Scotland, but none of them are here. Why not? Uh, and then there's just kind of a long silence. And Dumbledore is, there's just, I feel like it's the silence where it's like the other one is trying to like, is, you know, they're trying to let the other person break it. But like Remus is like, I'm not going to say anything else. You're, you're speaking next. Um, and Sirius is just, like, incredibly uncomfortable and is just trying to, like, sit and be supportive. Um, but Dumbledore is like, I fear you are going to be unlikely to believe my answer. And Remus is like, why is that? And he's like, because I think that 
the facts about this are not going to align with your worldview. And he's like, okay, you, you say I just am not going to believe you. And he's like, I'm asking you to hear this answer with an open mind. And neither of them say anything. Mm-hmm. And so Dumbledore continues. He's like, the reason there are no other werewolves at Hogwarts is because no other people wanted to come. It's as simple as that. And Remus is like, no. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, right, because no other kid wanted to come and live a normal life in a freaking castle. <laughs> With the promises that, you know, they wouldn't hurt anyone else and they would have a magical healer every month. Like, yeah, no, nobody else wanted to come here, sure. Uh, and he's like, he, and Dumbledore is like, okay, you see the things the way I do, Remus. I think that this is a great opportunity to come to school and everything. But many werewolves, especially those who are bitten young, want absolutely nothing to do with magic, especially in like a structured, formal sense. Um, and Remus doesn't say anything, but he's, he's not buying it. Um, but then he's like, okay, so you're saying that every single young werewolf, y- you've talked to every single one of them. And they were all like, no. <laughs> um, and he's like, okay, I can't say every single wolf. As you know, like, even the ministry has a hard time keeping track of them. But, like, I do what I can. And, yes, every single person besides you, has, uh, I've, you know, been turned down. Um, and Remus just is like, what the heck? <laughs> um, and he's like, I know it can be hard to understand, Remus. You were in a situation where your parents didn't treat you differently and they you know, knew what happened was an accident. They just wanted you to live as normal of a life as possible. But many people, when their child gets attacked, they fear them immensely. They shun them. They believe that they will be next. And in many cases, they just throw the child out, leaving them completely resentful of magic and eager to find a a werewolf pack. And then for the first time, Remus glances at Sirius. And Sirius is like, okay, we're going to just give up. We're going to leave. And we're going to just, you know, that's going to be fine. Um, but then <laughs> Remus is like, so the fact that you offered me a spot at Hogwarts immediately after finding out that Greyback was in cahoots with Voldemort, that was all just a coincidence, right? And Dumbledore is like, hmm. <laughs> uh, so, um, he's like, um, like he's actually surprised. So, he, but then he's like, okay, so in Dumbledore's like, so you're under the impression that I brought you here simply to get you on my side. And he's like, sounds like it. <laughs> And Dumbledore's like, bro, what the heck? Um, and he's like, Greyback is extremely dangerous being. And he's like, yeah, who bit me? Because he was angry at my father. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm saying I find it a bit convenient that you asked me to come when you found out about him joining Voldemort and seemingly didn't care for any other werewolves before that. Like, <laughs> the heck, dude. Um, and he's like, you're right. I did expressly af- ask you after I learned that fact, but not for the reasons you think. I wanted y- to get you out of harm's way. I didn't want you to join Voldemort as a 12-year-old. I tried to get others to do the same. Unfortunately, you were the only one who said yes. So that's kind of the end of that mm. thing. Um, and, you know, they're walking down the hallway later. And Sirius is kind of like, okay, what, do y- what did you think about that? And Remus is like, he had, like, reasons for everything. But, like, I don't, I don't. No. <laughs> and he's like, I just can't believe that nobody else like me wanted to come to Hogwarts. And that's where they left it. Because what else What mm-hmm. else can you do? So, anyway. It's my personal belief that Dumbledore just straight up lied in that conversation. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Um, so now we get some fun, funky good times. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's that. We're going to start kind of bad. We're going to end kind of bad. In the middle... <laughs> In the middle, it's going to be fine. <laughs> okay, so 
Peter had had his own issues happening this whole like night when all of this is happening, mostly involving the fact that he decided that he actually really really liked Kyra, um, and he like actually went to tell her that, and it had gone very well, except for the fact that she made it clear that she was not going to be like a secret thing. So like he has to tell the others, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like actually, and he's like, how do I do that? So he had a bit of a time because he's like, because uh, she. You know, he had he had some time before this happened because she wasn't the type to be like, hey, guys, guess what? I'm dating somebody like the first night. But like he's got to figure it out soon. Um, so, you know, he's trying to figure out plans. Um, and then like later that day, like after classes, Remus and Sirius like sit down and they talk about the whole thing and like tell everybody who actually bit Remus. And they're and it's like this big, long, important thing. Lily's there, too. Um and at the end, James, like, tries to lighten the mood and is like, well, does anyone else have any shocking information they'd like to share with the group? <laughs> He's like, and Peter goes, yes. I'm dating Kyra Foley. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, and just, he immediately just knows, like, that is not the right time. <laughs> runs for the door and J- but james's morning's run morning runs paid <laughs> off so like he caught him um you cannot like, run james <laughs> he's like you can't just say you're dating someone and then run away and he's <laughs> like why not <laughs> he's like because and then remus is like kyra folly and he's like yeah and he's like isn't she a slytherin and he's like yeah <laughs> um and Peter kind of thought that they would like all like suddenly get mad, but they just kind of raise their eyebrows and look at each other. They're like, "Ah, oh, you got a Slytherin? Like, what the heck?" <laughs> but um, but then Sirius is like, "Folly." He's like, "Isn't that her family's like in in the twenty eight? He's like, and "Yeah, yours is too." And, like, <laughs> and Peter and Peter's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Is that a problem?" <laughs> Sirius goes, "Pete, I my family's in the twenty eighth. And he's like, yeah, but and he's like, I'm not going to care about what her family is like unless she's like that, too. And the Follies, I don't remember anything about them, which probably means they were fine. <laughs> um, and Peter's like, yeah, yeah, she's fine, which <laughs> debatable at this point. But um, she's had some moments. She has. Um, but, you know, he's but he's trying to keep things going in a positive direction here. And so James is like, oh, so she's nice. <laughs> Kyra isn't a nice person. <laughs> um, well, no. So, so he's like, so James is like, is she nice? And he's like, yeah. And Lily's like, oh, well, that's good because I kind of heard that she was like a total jerk. <laughs> and Peter just kind of sits there and he's like, thanks, well, Lily. Well, that, well, that too, for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and Remus is like, what the heck? He's like, Pete, you can't say that about your girlfriend. And he's like, what? He's like, I mean, she's she's got a fiery personality. <laughs> it's just, it's not going well. <laughs> but it's going better than he thought. Um, so the others are like <laughs> laughing too. And he's like, he's like, and Peter's like, okay, come on. It wasn't like I wasn't going to warn you. She's She's very nice to me. But... She she can be a little much, <laughs> um, but anyway. And James is like, sure, that's what's important. <laughs> that that's fine. Um, 
Remus, Remus can't keep things together. But, you know, it's, it's, it's all right because they weren't mad. And James is like, okay, how long has this been going on then? And Peter is like, uh, but P- Peter sees that as, an, as another issue because he's like, hmm, uh, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> um, so, he, so he's just like, so we just like, we, we just like actually got together, but we've been talking and like friends for, for a while. And Lily's like, ah, oh, so that's what you've always been up to. And he's like, yeah. And then he kind of gets going on. And it's all good. And eventually Sirius is like, hang on. You're telling me Junior wasn't lying about you being at that Christmas party <laughs> with him. And Sirius, uh, not Sirius, and Peter just goes bright red. And Sirius is like, I can't believe it. And James is like, Pete, why didn't you tell us? And he's like, well, she's not really like our crowd you know and at first she was just like a friend of the library and then i don't know i knew i should have told you when like we started actually being friends but i didn't know how to bring it up and it's not like her friends exactly like us either (laughs) so i don't i yeah i'm sorry um and james is like it's all right but like you don't have to be scared to tell us anything he's like yeah i know i wasn't scared it was just it was uh and lily's like it was weird when you try and make friends with, you know, the petty mortal enemy. Um, and Remus is like, <laughs> Remus looks at Lily and they're like, ah, we did that once upon a time. And Peter's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but then, so when do, we, when do we get to meet her? And then Peter remembered that Kyra straight up hated all of his friends. And so he's like, like, so he's no. like, uh, soon. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Not today. Not today, for sure. I know that. <laughs> and they're like, and he, the other just kind of look at him. He's like, listen, he's like, I haven't even told her that I told you. So I wasn't really planning on it anytime soon. And we just barely officially got together like last night. So, you know, um, and they're like, all right, all right. She doesn't want to meet the whole gang yet. I get it. Um, but, J- but James does Remus says that, but James does not get it. He's like, but I want to meet her. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be like a look we're dating thing, but like I want to meet her, and Peter's like, "I, you will. I just I don't know when. I don't know when yet." Um, and then he's like, and then there's a pause, and then he's like, "Actually, I'm supposed to meet her soon, so yeah." And then he just leaves, <laughs> and that's like the whole end of it. Um, and things are quiet for a second, and then Sirius is like, "Excuse me, how on earth did we lose track of Peter's love life?" <laughs> And James is like, I don't know. And he's like, and Lily's like, okay, come on. You guys had to notice something. And James is like, you notice? You knew? And she's like, me? Absolutely not. My parents died. I haven't noticed a <laughs> My thing. My died. But, but she's like, but you guys didn't have that excuse. So, <laughs> my bad. Um, but Remus is like, cute. But that was weird, though, right? Like, <laughs> like the whole thing. It, like it was weird. Why? Why was it weird? And they're all like, "Yes, it was. It was very weird." Um, and they're like, "Crap, what do we do?" Um, and they're quiet. And Lily's like, "Okay, you know what? We just have to really like Kyra, like a lot. <laughs> um, we just have to like show her that like you guys have grown up a lot. Be nice. No like anti Slytherin stuff just for the laughs. Okay, like we got to we got to be laughs. good. We we got to be chill, good friends." And they're all like, "Okay." <laughs> Um, so yeah, so then, then the fun kind of begins. So later, oh, Kyra's like, she, she and Peter are together somewhere and she's like, really? She's like, you actually told them? 
And he's like, yeah. And she's like, and they were fine. And he's like, yeah. She's like, dang. She's like, so we're like a we're a legit thing now, <laughs> right? And he's like, yeah, if you want. And she's like, as if I haven't already made that embarrassingly clear, you know? <laughs> like she's like, yeah, sure, if I want. Um, but anyway, so but she's like, so Hogsmeade weekend this Saturday. Does that mean that like we can go just you and me? Peter has never had a girl ask him on a date before, and this is very exciting. <laughs> um, but he's like, yeah, so they start making plans and stuff. It's a good time. Um, I just, I think this is a good to, time to say, I, I think they're for sure like a weird couple, but they absolutely vibe in my mind. I feel like they're the polar opposite personality type of things because Peter doesn't want to do anything, and she's just like fiery personality. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but Kyra, it, like, should be, like, way too cool for Peter. But, like, he just, you know, makes her, like, get all the butterflies and all that <laughs> stuff for, like, no reason at all. She's, like, not even, not even cute. <laughs> like, like that type of thing where you're just, like, I should not like this person, but I really do. I think that's Kyra. Um, but I also think she's a solid, like, three inches taller than him, just to give the correct vibes for everybody to know. Uh, I don't usually give exact descriptions of people, but she's she's a tall girl, if you will. No. Get it, tall girl? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, I wrote that in. Peter a milk crate. <laughs> I should write that in. He needs a milk crate now. Fun fact about Peter, this whole time he has carried a milk <laughs> yeah, crate yeah, everywhere so, with him. So since since day one, <laughs> Peter has been carrying a milk crate. <laughs> if you haven't seen Tall Girl, this whole bit doesn't make sense. <laughs> but listen, it's a good bit. Trust me. Okay, anyway. But yeah, but like, you know, he's he's absolutely the only person she would ever just like sit in the library with and like kind of just cuddle and talk and stuff. Like she's not that type of person. But like with Peter, it, it works out. But anyway. <laughs> Anyway, back into it. Um, Peter's kind of like, okay, there is one thing, though. My friends are like, they they for sure want to meet you, like, soon. And Kyra's like, bruh, no. <laughs> She's like, who? And he's like, James, Sirius, Remus, and Lily. She's like, Lily? <laughs> And he's like, she's nice. And she's like, she's got... Lily has a fiery personality. <laughs> she does. She's like, I think she acts like she got to stick up her butt permanently. And Peter's like, dude. And she's like, okay, I'm sorry, but we've already established I don't really like her. And he's like, you don't have to like her. You think I like Corbin? And she's like, nobody likes Corbin. <laughs> Corbin's one of her friends. Um, and he's like, then pretend Lily is Corbin. <laughs> And Kyra just lets out, like, one of those audible, like, gross. She's like, uh, that goes on, like, way too long. Um, and then she's like, fine. She's like, but I will not turn into a preppy Gryffindor goody two-shoes person. And Peter's he's like, like, you think they're goody two-shoes? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I think you have a very strange and distorted view of my friends because that's not how it is. Um, and she's like, I, they're just so blah. And he's like, I'm blah, Kyra. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but you're also funny and like not in the obnoxious way like they are. Like you're in the real way. And Peter's like, oh, that's so cute. Um, and she's like, look, I'll meet them. I'll be nice. I'll do the whole thing. But all I'm saying is if you expect me to go on a freaking double date with James Potter and Lily Evans, you've got another thing coming. James will and he's like, And he's to. like, oh, ha, ha, for sure. I don't think anyone sure. else involved would. <laughs> he's like, for sure. Like, yeah, as if we'd go on a double date. 
this is then we're gonna jump to a scene where, where they're it's meeting. Them on a double date. <laughs> no, or it's them meeting, and Lily's like, oh, James, you know it would be so much fun. <laughs> we should go on a double date <laughs> this Hogsmeade weekend. It's been like two days, <laughs> and James is like, oh my gosh, that would be literally so much fun. And Kyra's staring at Peter. She's like, I'm not gonna do a double date. She's like, it's not gonna happen. And he's like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, it's not. And then, um, and then Lily's like, of course, only if you want to, Kyra. I wouldn't want to make you want to wouldn't want to pressure you or anything. Like, you barely know us. And before she knows it, something comes over Kyra, and she's like, that would be such a perfect idea. I would love that. <laughs> and it's like as soon as she says it, she looks at Peter. And she's like, what did I do? <laughs> and then later. I just have Peter and Kyra later, and it just says in all caps, why couldn't I say no, Peter? What <laughs> happened to me? And he's just laughing hysterically. So that's a fun vibe. <laughs> um, but we're going we're gonna to shift gears here and have a cute little Remus and serious moment. Okay. All right. So I guess it's not really serious. But anyway, I'm going to, like, cough or something. They're not on the double date? No. <laughs> They're not invited to the double date. <laughs> they they respectfully were like absolutely not. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay. So one afternoon, Remus finds himself in the common room reading while a bunch of like first and second years are having like a legit like spa day, like nail painting, slumber party vibe thing happening in the middle of the day, in the middle of the common room, and it's very loud <laughs> and so much so that like everybody else is gone because what are they even doing? Um, yeah, most of the other years have, like, retreated to their own dorms, and there's just a lot of bad music playing, there's a lot of giggling, but Remus is really interested in his book, and honestly could deal with that better than, like, serious annoying him, so, you know, he stayed on the couch. Uh, that was until one of the little girls comes up to him, and she's like, you're a prefect, right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he but he like has half a mind to like tell them all to go upstairs but he's like yeah he's like what's wrong and she's like can you get lily evans the head girl and he's like okay uh why do you need her and she's like it's a girl emergency and he's like oh oh well you don't want to wait for her i'll just take whoever needs to to pomfrey and we'll get it all sorted or she can come here if you want he's she's like ew not that kind of girl emergency <laughs> Just a regular girl emergency. And he's like, what do you mean a regular one? I thought that was the regular <laughs> one. But no. She's like, it's a girl thing. You wouldn't understand. He's like, literally just tell me what it is. And he's like, okay, we can't get our hair right. And Lily's the best at doing hair. So can you go get her? And Remus is like, can't literally any of the other older girls do this? Like, why just Lily? And she's like, well, they think we're being annoying and they never get it right anyway. Lily's the only one who helps. And he's like, okay, well, she's busy right now. And the girl like just frowns and Remus is like, um, okay. There, he, he almost goes back to his book, but then he looks and he looks at the other girls <laughs> and they are trying to do hair. They're trying to do a French braid and it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> and he can see that very clearly. And he's a little bit worried about what might happen next. Especially because wizarding girls don't just like do don't just braid it with their hands. They have a spell for it. So they're magicking each other's hair. And 
he's getting a little worried. <laughs> he's never heard of girls like cursing off each other's hair before, but it's a little concerning to him. They clearly have no idea what they're doing. And he's <sighs> like, oh, no. He's like, what are you trying to do? And she's like, braids, but we can't get the spell right. And, she, and he, she's like, we just, we, you know, kind of want to be matching. We want to do it. And Reba's just sighs. And he contemplates. And then he decides that these girls' hair was worth his secret. And he's like, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? He's like, I can do it. Braid. I can French braid into pigtails. And the girl's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I can only do it the muggle way, though. Is that fine? And so and so one of the girls who had particularly like tangled hair, it's like a mess. It's so yeah. bad from past oh. attempts. She sits in front of Remus and he gets to work. And they all move their stations of nail polish and like <laughs> face creams and makeup all over as he begins to braid this first girl's hair. And he's pretty good. <laughs> I think Emmeline had been obsessed with that hairstyle for years. <laughs> like somebody else I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that one's oh. What? Do you not like that era of, of yourself? It was it was not me. Well, it was you. It was you a little bit. Anyway, yes. we'll talk about that after the scene is over. Um, but anyway, so once once he got one so I think he learned how to do this because Emmeline had been obsessed with it for years and his mom got completely sick of doing it eventually. So he had learned she had it literally her hair and braids every single day of her life. Um, <laughs> but then once he was done, <laughs> Anyway, once he was done with the first girl, all the other girls got excited and they start like lining up <laughs> and then he has like a whole system where he's like, okay, you guys have to, you have to brush it out first. You have to get all these knots out of your hair before I do this. Um, and he's kind of mad about missing his book, but there's like also, you know, some, some, <laughs> something nice about it and like kind of therapeutic about doing it. And he's hearing all these girls gossip <laughs> as if he like isn't there at all. Um, but yeah, after and I think there's like eight of these girls and he, all of them want their hair done exactly the same way. Um, and so after about the third girl, he's getting tired. And then Lily and James walk through like the portrait hole and they're like, and he just looks up at them and he's like, it looks like he's been caught doing something <laughs> bad. And he just, he motions for Lily to come sit by him. And she's like, what on earth are you doing? And he's like braiding Lily. And it's your turn. She's like, my turn. He's like, yeah, they were asking for you first. I didn't realize it was going to be a whole ordeal, but you're done working now. So now you get to take over or at least help. And she's like, and James and Lily are just looking at each other. And then she's like, nah <laughs> she's like you see we've still got tons of work to do right james and he's like oh yes tons and he's like liars both of you you never come back unless you're completely done he's like yeah except this time this time we decided to take all our work back here for no yes that is what we did and he's just mad anyway they go upstairs um and yeah it's 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 a good time but anyway then after that serious very much half asleep, stumbles down the stairs after they've gone up. And he's like, what is going on here? And Remus is like, I thought you were napping. He's like, see, I was until James said that you were downstairs braiding 20 girls' hair. <laughs> and Remus is like, okay, no, it's not, it's not that many girls. But um, so then Sirius comes and sits next to Remus. He's very, he's very much half asleep, but he's like fascinated with watching what he's doing. Um, and like all the all the girls around him, they've never seen like the mogul way of doing hair, and there's they're like, whoa, you know. Um, but he's like, "How did you learn how to do this?" And he's like, "Um," and he's like, "And you didn't tell me this." And he's like, well, "Why would you have needed to know this?" And Sirius is like, "I feel like this is vital information <laughs> that has been kept from me for my entire life." Um, but anyway, 
Um, but then, but then his next words are, "Hey, no, you're you're redipping the brush too much, and that's why it's getting that's why the nail polish is getting all over your hands. Hold on, let me help." And then he starts helping little <laughs> girls do their do their nails, and that's the story of how Remus and Sirius ended up helping like the girls' night for a bunch of <laughs> girls that they barely even knew, and then they became every single one of theirs like favorite favorite people in school and yeah by the end of the night Sirius had his own hair braided and Remus reluctantly had a coat of like clear nail polish <laughs> on his nails because that's all he would do um uh, but yeah so that's kind of fun kind of funky we're, we're gonna get into the not fun and funky <laughs> anyway no it still starts off kind of fun and funky anyway uh Hogsmeade <laughs> The double date. <laughs> so Peter had been pretending to James that, like, yeah, this is going to be fun. And Kyra's so excited. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> um, but he's, like, he's, like, a little bit. But in reality, Peter's a little bit scared that it's going to ruin his entire relationship because it's James. Um, and James is actually kind of nervous, too. He's like, I don't know. I haven't seen. I feel like I haven't, like, actually talked to Peter in months. And I don't know what's happening. And Lily's like, we're there to get to know Kyra, and that's it, and it's gonna be fine, and it's gonna be great. So they meet up and they start walking down together. And eventually, James is like, So, Kyra, what do you like to do for fun? She's like, I don't know, I like to play different card games, chess sometimes, you know, stuff like that. And James is like, Wow, I like you and Peter must get along. He's like, So, but like games though, do you like quit it? She's like, No. <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> and then James just gets really sad and embarrassed, and then Lily has to save him. <laughs> I feel like this is how it goes. Like, and James keeps on getting like, embarrassed, and she's like, okay. Um, but anyway, so then Lily's like, okay, so like, how, from your perspective, like, how did meeting Peter go? And, you know, that actually kind of gets Kyra talking a little bit, and they make it down to the village, and things are all right. Um, and Lily tries to see if Kyra is, like, friends with any of the people that Lily knows. But it basically goes, like, oh, yeah, you know this, like, Slytherin prefect? And Kyra's, like, yeah, like, I know her. And she's, like, oh, yeah, she's really nice. She's, like, actually, I, I'm not friends with her. <laughs> like, just mm -hmm. shutting everything down. And Peter's, like, you are being the worst. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Lily and James are having a bit of a hard time getting close with Kyra. And from Kyra's perspective, they were absolute jerks to Peter the whole time. And they're, like, fake friends. So she has no reason to, like, try and like them. Um, so things are a bit tense. Um, but, as they're, like, as they're going through all the shops and stuff, things are just, are just kind of tense. Because, like, Lily and James are, like, laughing people. And Peter most of the time is, too. But Kyra is not a laughing person. <laughs> it's just not her vibe. Um, in fact, the only person who could make her, like, laugh consistently, like, was Peter. And it happened a few times, but whenever Lily and James tried to join in, they were just, like, they just immediately get shut down. Um, so it's becoming obvious Kyra does not like them very much. Like, even to mm. them, like, they're noticing it, and they're like, hmm, <laughs> this is not good. If James is noticing <laughs> If James it, is noticing anything, you've gone too far. <laughs> um... But on top of that, like, other students are kind of shook because she's a Slytherin and with Peter and James and Lillian. And they're like, what's going on? So there's whispering and stuff. It's it's just, it's not going great. Um, and then I think they entered the three broomsticks. And this one third year comes over um, to Lily, like, practically screaming. And she's like, my mom didn't sign my, my Hogsmeade form until Christmas. So this is my first time ever here. And look at all this stuff I bought Lillian. Like, so excited. And Cara just, like, puts her head in his, like, after the kid leaves. Like, she's not mean in front of the kid. But she puts her head in the hands and she's like, I literally hate children. <laughs> and Lily's like, this is not going to work out. She's like, yeah, they can be, they can be a bit loud. But, I mean, so can James. And then there's just a really awkward silence. 
And Lily just gets up and goes to get butter beers. And Peter and Kyra open up their new like decks of cards that I think have like magical properties or something to make games easier, like self shuffling. I don't know, something like that. Shuffling's uh, real hard. Shuffling is <laughs> so difficult. Um, but James is relieved because like they can actually do something instead of just like pretending to like talk and get to know each other. Um, it's it hasn't been great. Um, but when Lily gets back, she's looking a bit a bit pale. And James is like, are you good? And she kind of whispers like, to the table. She's like, do those people at the bar look like normal to you? And they all look at the people <laughs> at the bar, <laughs> uh, which is not what she wanted them to do. But anyway, but sure enough, they don't. They're adults and they look incredibly creepy. And like they're just wearing hoods inside. And to make matters worse, all three of them are still just staring at Lily. And James is like, I think we should go or start a fight. And Lily's like, okay, they're literally just sitting there doing nothing. Like, it's it's fine. Let's play the game. And so they do. And they try and forget about it. And Kyra's like, what the heck? Um, but anyway, the card game was actually okay. Things are fine. They're a little bit awkward. But, like, um, James and Peter started telling, like, about the time they caught the forest on fire in fourth year. And so things are pretty entertaining. Um, you know, th- things are coming together. It's it's all right. Um, and so then they get discussing, like, where to go next. And Kyra's like, you know, we should go see the Shrieking Shack. Three of them are like, hmm, yes, <laughs> yes, that mm. sounds absolutely great and what we do all the time. <laughs> um, they're like, yes, very, very spooky, scary, hmm, yes. Mm. Um, so, you know, they're walking and James is talking about some other story from their childhood and things are good. Um, and then they get to the part like close to the shack where like not a ton of other people are around or like they're getting to like where there's not a ton of people around. Lily glances over her shoulder and sees that one of the one of the men from earlier with his hood off is now following them at a distance. She's like, that's not that's not good. Um, so she keeps on walking um, and but whispers to the others. She's like, OK, this has just happened. And like, what's going on? And Kyra's like, what is going on here? And James is like, OK, so I'll, I'll just kill him. It'll be fine. <laughs> and Lily's like, OK, we don't know what he wants. Maybe he's just. Going for a stroll. <laughs> um, but she's like, just just keep walking, be aware. So they do that for a second, but then James is not having it. He's like, I'm gonna turn around. She's like, No, he's like, if this is about to happen, I want to have it to have it happen closer to the village and not where literally nobody can hear us. So he turns around and he's like he, he points his wand at the dude and he's like, What do you want? Uh, and the others turn to wands drawn. Lily and James are like prepared, and Peter's like, Okay, and Kyra's like, I don't know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Um, but anyway, and so the guy is like, can't, can't, can't a man just walk? (laughs) And James is like, we both know that's not why you're here. Um, and then the man is like, then we both know this has, this has nothing to do with you. And then he turns and looks at Lily and James is like, shoot. And he like tries to get in front of her, but she takes a step to like be in line with him. Um, and she's like, what do you want with me then? And the man smirks and he's like, I have a message from Rodolphus Lestrange. Really strange, Lestrange. Does it matter? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Lily stiffens and she's like, what the heck? And he's like, you see, he's very upset with you. You made the wrong choice going back to Hogwarts. He thought he made it very clear to you that you had the opportunity to end this whole thing. And yet more Mudblood supporters have had to die because of you. And she's like, what do you want? And he's like, well, you know, he thought he'd give you another opportunity, you know, another choice right here, right now. See, you can either run back to the castle as fast as you can or stay here and witness us find and punish every other muggle-born kid in this village. 
it's funny how Dumbledore just lets all the kids hear, like, where anybody can see them. And then he's like, you have ten minutes. And he flicks his wand, it sends a spell on Lily, and just apparates away. Lily looks down at the palm of her wand hand, which now has, like, a number ten, like, seared into it. She's like, what the heck? And Kyra's like, what the heck just happened? Mm. She thought all of this was fake. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and she's like, is this some kind of joke? And then she turns, and Lily turns to James, and she's like, what do I do? He wants me to run. Do I do it? Will it even matter? He's like, it didn't last time. And he's, she's like, but last time there weren't all these kids in one place. And he's like, okay. And Peter's like, okay, he, they can't actually get to all of them. There's only three of them. And she's like, there were only three here. He just apparated to who knows where, getting whatever he wants. Um, and Kyra's like, what are we doing standing here still? Um, she's like, you guys think he was telling the truth, right? That he's going to try and kill all the Muggleborns here? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, then get back to the castle. <laughs> um, and James is like, no, what if it's a trap? What if you run right into it? And they're all at a loss for a minute. And then um, Lily's like, okay, then we have to get everyone back, not just me. It's the only way. And Peter's like, everyone? She's like, all the kids here, especially the Muggleborns, but like everybody. And Kyra's like, in 10 minutes? <laughs> and Lily's, and Lily looks down. She feels the same, like, searing pain on her hand. She looks down, and it's, it's a nine now. And mm. she's like, nine. And they just run down to the village as fast as they can. They needed, like, all four of them to split up. They run into different buildings. They tell all the kids to get back to the castle as soon as possible and grab everyone they know. Shopkeepers are told to prepare for something dangerous or to get all the kids out and all that stuff. Um, but thankfully, I think Minerva is, like, in one of the shops that they go into, and she, like, helps the day. She saves the day. Helps the day. She helps the day. <laughs> she saves the day. She just helps. Um, she just helps. No, but she, she like, clears out everybody within, like, seven minutes. <laughs> I don't know how, but she does it. Um, and, like, doesn't even ask any questions. She's just like, yep. Uh, but, yeah, so seven minutes later, everybody's rushing back to the castle grounds, and the four of them meet up again, and Lily wants to be the last one to leave, like, just to be sure. But they're worried about, like, the spell cast on her, like, if it's going to trigger something anyway, and they're like, you got to get back, like, now. And James is like, go to the Honeydew's Passage. It's the shortest. Just run for it. Um, and she does. And everybody makes it back, and it's all right. I'm not going to drag this out any, any more than it has to. Gonna kill all but the I'm not going to kill all the Muggleborns. It's going to be fine. But anyway, uh, yeah, so she makes it back just in time. Everything's great. Yeah. Um, but none of the kids, like, that were just there, like, knew why it happened. None of them said any reasons why. They were just like, y'all got to leave, like, now. That's all they said. Because they didn't want to freak them out more than, more than they already were. Um, and so, but so then rumors start flying all over the castle, but none of them come close to the truth. I think the most popular one was that Peter and James had accidentally set up a prank that would have killed people <laughs> if it had actually gone off. And so they're like, we just got to get rid of everybody. <laughs> um, and they just kind of let people believe that because they're, they're like, like sure. they're like, sure, that sounds like something we would do. Um, but anyway, but sitting in McGonagall's office with like Dumbledore in the corner, they explain all of it in great detail. And Kyra is in shock. This girl has never in her life considered that, that things were, like, as bad as people said. Like, her parents had never believed it, and so neither had she. And here she is, and the most influential <laughs> wizard of their time is, like, Dumbledore is just in the corner being like, yeah, this is all true. And she's like, what the heck? Um, but the most unfortunate thing is that none of them actually knew who the wizard was. Like, they didn't recognize him. They're trying to describe him and stuff. Um, but they just knew that he knew, you know, Lestrange or whatever. 
Um, but then Dumbledore asked, he's like, okay, but what about any of the others? Like, do you guys, do you guys didn't recognize any of them? And the others were like, no. And Kyra's like, well, hmm. One of them was one of them was Bellatrix. <laughs> Bellatrix Black. She's supposed to marry Lestrange in a month, and they're like, "Okay." She's like, "I didn't recognize her until we were leaving, or else I would have I would have said something." But um, but yeah, so Kyra actually helps them like figure out some things, you know. Um, but yeah, I think to Kyra's surpri- complete surprise, immediately after everything happened, James was like. I think we're going to have, we got to do something to get people's minds off of what happened to make them think it wasn't as serious as it was. So he decides to hold this elaborate thing in the great hall involving something he called the bloody handprint (laughs) (laughs) with the help of Sirius and Remus (laughs) to entertain all the other smaller kids and get their minds kind of off of what was happening. And she just sees all of this happen like really fast. She's like, what the heck? And so anyway, later Kyra, you know, walks back to her dorm and she hears Lily and she's like, hey, Kyra. Uh, So she turns around and she's like, hey, I just want to see, are you like, all right? Like today was a lot and I'm sorry. It was supposed to just be like a fun day. And Kyra's like, am I all right? Lily, I wasn't the one who was just threatened. (laughs) And Lily's like, yeah, but like it was still a lot. And she's like, yeah, it was. Um, She's like, I don't... yeah (laughs) um and so Mm. lily's like okay well if you ever need anything just let me know um peter will like tell you the password for the prefect common room if you ever want it um so then lily like is gonna turn away and then kyra's like i hated you do you know that (laughs) she's like i mean i thought you were just completely stuck up and annoying and i didn't think any of that muggle-born stuff was real and i just uh, i don't know i'm sorry (laughs) and lily's like it's all right kyra she's like just 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 stick around okay and she's like okay she's like i'm not going on another double date (laughs) and lily's like no absolutely not um that's the end of the episode so i wanted to give kyra something i'm sorry it wasn't funky and fresh the whole time but i think we're gonna the bloody handprint the bloody handprint made a return i couldn't come up with any ideas about the bloody handprint so i was like you know but it seems like something that james would bring back in a moment like this (sighs) Um, but yeah, I can just imagine like him showing up to Sirius and was like, there was a major, there was like a major threat to attack like all, all of, um, just all of the Muggleborns, you know what this means? And he's like, yes, the bloody handprint. And they just like, like a, <laughs> like a binder. He's like, like, I'm things. ready. They're like, we've been waiting <laughs> No, but I think one of the steps is you have to braid someone's hair. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, yeah. But okay, so we can talk about that. Let's talk about let's talk about the hair braiding situation. Okay, okay. But I swear it was it wasn't you for as long I as it was for Swanky. I did not braid my hair every single day. Not every single day, but you did it a I, lot. No, you I did it. I to wouldn't the point wear my hair in like just two braids because yeah. of that. Okay. And so okay. I anyway, we have to we have to explain. So there was a period of time. Where Swanky, uh, Emma's Emma's sibling who was here um, in, like, the sibling episode, uh, where Swanky wore braids every day. Every single day. Every single day. Just two braids. <sighs> two French braids, or was it just regular? Just two, just two braids. Just Sometimes it was French. Braids, just like, no, no, it was not. Yes, French. it was. I have pictures of it where, where it was French. Not during that time, because they felt wrong. Okay. Well, two braids every day. Every single day. And the thing, the reason that this inspired Remus braiding 
is because one time we had, uh, you, I don't think you, you probably like might vaguely remember this, but this, this is what inspired this in my weird roundabout way. And then also Emma, Emma also wore braids a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, there was a time where I had never seen Emma's hair down yeah. there. That it definitely existed it in your way. <laughs> um, and it just, it was just, it was just a big thing. But anyway, point is, there was a time we had like a church activity where it was like a relay race. And part of it was to like, to challenge, you know, the girls was to um, like tie a tie. And for the guys challenge, it was to just eat to French braid hair. Okay. But anyway, I just remember all of the guys, like some of the girls knew how to tie a tie. None of the guys knew how to French braid except for Emma's brother. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh, he's been doing it this whole time. And he was like, no, I think it's just I've seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, guaranteed, I don't think he ever did. But I had it in my mind once I saw him braiding and was like, he was actually halfway decent at it. I was like, oh my gosh, he's been doing the hair this entire time. And he was like, absolutely not. But anyway, so that's where that idea came <laughs> from. Because it's just been stuck in my mind that what if it had only been him for all of those years where hair was braided like mm. all the time it was literally just michael <laughs> well i remember because we would be like about to leave somewhere and it would be like all right everyone's ready let's get in the car and then you would have to wait like an extra 10 minutes for swanky to braid hair <laughs> and i would just i just remember being so annoyed and so done with it yeah it was a lot it happened a lot so i think i've seen swanky's hair down maybe twice in my entire life like that's it so it was it was a big tradition it was a big one uh but no seriously you you did you you had a lot of braids a lot of the time not as well. that much not as much but it there yeah I just like it was a big like tradition my hair down. and i think and i think it would be funny if michael had been doing it the whole time <laughs> all right well that's been the episode how are we feeling? It was a good solid one. I thought it was good and solid. I uh, yeah, so the ending was just gonna be a regular double date, and I was like, what if some crazy things happen? <laughs> I am glad Kyra knows like what's yeah. going on. Yeah, that's like, kinda why I wanted to do it. I was like, Kyra has completely evolved from what I first wanted her to be. Like most of the stuff I kinda have in my brain, I'm like, this is all gonna go one way, and I'm like, let's just throw in Kyra. Let's let's get everything <laughs> crazy up in here. Oh, Rocky's having such a good time. He's so good. All right. Well, doesn't seem like the camera stopped working. Yeah. Doesn't seem like the audio stopped working. I think we might have been fine. Like, the quality (laughs) isn't going to be great, but, like, we might actually have everything. Anyway, that's been the episode. Uh, I hope everybody had a fantastic end of school exams thing. Hope you guys have a happy holidays, whatever it happens to be. Um, or if you don't celebrate a holiday, get buy yourself a present. <laughs> Do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to Benji for the music and Metamorph Montes for the cover art and captioning crew. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Bye.
Sam just asked if anyone wants Taco Bell, and I really do want Taco Bell. Hold up. <laughs> what you told me about... Do you want Taco Bell? <laughs> Listen, I don't like it, but sometimes you want it. And rainy days like this, I want my Taco Bell. 